Thank you for joining us. I'm TJ. And I'm Plato. And you're listening to NOLA Film Scene. With TJ and Plato. We're back with part two of talking with Hick Sheremy. I had asked him a question, so we left you on a cliffhanger. And here's what I asked him. So we talked about how you started in background and doing stand-in like a lot of us. When was the switch to I Want to Lie? When was your first class, that kind of change? I was, I was on the set of a movie as a recurring feature. Each of these things is a huge leap, right? When you got away from doing extra work and you were like, I want to study acting. That's big, right? It's a big thing to take on. It's a dream that we have and we hold on to and we and we manifest it as much as we can. But when it's time to take action, we really see what we made up, right? And it, that could be scary. It could be a scary thing. But I was I was filming this film. Uh, both of you, I, I know Brian does, but Caleb not can. Yep. Caleb, yeah. Right. Caleb's like, dude, when are you going to start studying to be an actor? You really need to study to be an actor. You could do this. I'm so scared, man. I had, I had been told by other people. I was like, well, let me give it a shot. Right. So I took some classes with Jim. And after that, I started meeting people. You know how networking is very important for us. And, and it's key to a lot of opportunities that open up for us. I was lucky enough just to be around some really great people who gave me these opportunities. I, I did a, a, a 48 our film project. And then I had some other people doing a lot of independent work. You know, I, I, I did some study with Jeremy London. I was doing independent work. What happened was, is there was a casting call for, this is an independent film. It was called Obsidian. And it was a casting call on Facebook. The director was Erica Summers. I had no demo reel. I had no I had taken a few classes and I went ahead and submitted for it. She wanted me like she wanted me. And it was a very challenging uh, thing for me because I had never been in a film. I I'm sorry. I don't even think it was October. I think I might have done uh, actually the 48 hour project. Yeah, dude. No, Obsidian was the first thing I ever did. Obsidian was the first thing I ever did because after Obsidian is when I did the 48 hour film project, I did Tales of the Natchez Trace Western, which was mm -hmm. also independent. Actually, Obsidian was the first thing I ever did. So I had not acted except in Jim's class and Erica Summers gave me an opportunity. Erica Summers gave me an opportunity and I, I read the script. It was a very challenging role. It was this guy, the character was an alcoholic and uh, I, I kind of got thrown into it. Uh, because it's like, I, I seen it, I submitted, she saw my headshot and she like took a chance, dude. I, I literally showed up on set with a few classes from Jim. I had the experience of being a background actor, stand in and feature recurring actor. And I got thrown into a full feature film and it was a, a character who was an alcoholic. He was, uh, in a wheelchair and, Next thing you know, I'm doing this film with Olivia Peck and, and Henry Frost and Tom Proctor. My first day on set, my first scene was Tom Proctor torturing me. And yeah. the dude flew from the West Coast. Eric was like, oh, yeah, I'm picking up Tom Proctor from the airport. We had out the location and we shooting your scene. And I'm like, shit, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. And I was fortunate enough that Tom Proctor, God, he's... he's He's a larger-than-life person 
in person and then on the screen it's even he he was in a i can't say all the stuff he was in he's done a lot of stuff this is a working actor and he was a uh an amazing stunt man back in the 80s and he's pulled some records for these different stunts i, I did that first scene with him and and spending time with tom that they uh you know everybody like i said earlier brings something to you and tom brought yeah. something to me that day and and tom brought me some confidence i did the whole film we won some awards we ended up getting picked up by a distributor i've done so many interviews for that film in the past few years and that was my first film and then next thing you know i was doing independent western tales of the natural trace uh, i was doing a 48 hour project i was doing other independent films music videos i mean two like really cool music videos and in that time, I continued to study Tracy Kilpatrick, Jeremy London, and taking different intensives from different casting directors. And it just organically happened. But I forgot that I was like just thrown into Obsidian with no, I guess, long-term formal training. But I see it now. I did great on some real intense scenes that I'm comfortable with. But I see some of the opening scenes with me in and I'm like, ugh, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. we all, we're all our harshest critics. Like, oh, oh. God. The director was very happy with what I did. I'm very proud of the film because it was my first film and to get thrown into a full feature film. And it wasn't like I had a small part. You know, this was like a main character that had to carry a role. This character who's an alcoholic, a drug addict. He's ornery. He's a smart ass and he's in a wheelchair and then he takes this like drug and he can walk again and he gets real emotional. And I was, I was also in there with Frank Wilson and some really talented people. And yeah, that's where I got kind of connected with like Henry Frost and then Olivia Peck. Uh, I got to work with Olivia. The uh, first time I got to work with Olivia, which I did not know while filming that how funny Olivia was. I felt like she was more serious while we were filming that movie because I spent a, a lot of time with her and I saw her sing like to the Little Mermaid when it came on TV and stuff. But when I first watched Todd's, Dude, I died. She's yeah. one of the funniest people. Her, her timing is freaking impeccable. That's where I, I got to meet Olivia. Next thing you know, I'm doing something for her with this next yeah. project. Henry and I, we talked. He's in New Jersey now. In fact, he was working on a big project. He's doing things up there, and, and there may be a possibility for me to go up there and, and do some stuff with him. You know, Sweet. so it's, you meet people, and that's how it kind of started. You know, I don't think I ever planned to be where I'm at now. I wanted to, but it kind of just happened. You didn't know where the door was, and all of a sudden it was opening, and yeah. you're in the deep end of the pool. Yeah, I guess the decision was made the day I walked into Jim Gleason's class. I, I just yeah. wasn't sure if that's what I would be. But that that's, is the decision. You took the step from yeah, just standing yeah. around his background to I want speaking parts. You didn't say I'm going to have it, you know, but that was your first step. Yeah. And yeah. the decision made. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and I think it all boiled down to me taking advantage of opportunities that I was really lucky. There's something in the industry that gets us a long way. And it's our character. It's our work ethic and our professionalism. And, and I've been invited to participate in, in so many amazing projects because someone said, oh, man, he's really easy to work with. He's on time. He's serious about what he does. He's kind. He mm -hmm. treats everyone kind. And I'm not blowing my head up or anything, but I think our walk, no, no, no. our character. All, has all a lot of those to, things were accurate. Has, yeah, it, totally. It has a lot to do, I think, with 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 why people want to work with us. Nobody wants to work with an asshole, man. I've seen it. I've seen people who are hard to work with. You want to always be professional. Anybody who wants to get into this industry, I, I highly suggest it's a very ruthless industry, but it's a very loving community. 
And and I feel that who who we are will get us where we need to be. Our character will get us where we need to be. Our walk says a lot about us outside of right. what we able to bring to, to the table as an actor, as in a character. Uh, you know, so uh, be professional, be kind, you know, be helpful, be selfless, stay humble. And and I think those things get us a long way. Yeah, I agree. If it starts with background and then speaking parts. If you're an asshole, that gets around, gets around quick. Oh, but if yeah. you're a good person, too, that gets around. It may take a little longer for people to hear that because, you know, bad words right. spreads faster. But people will know. I, 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 I remember I had this production assistant on a really big project that I did. In fact, it's how I got my eligibility. I had worked with her before, and she saw how hard I worked. And she saw how professional I was. She saw I was very punctual and to the T and got things done in a timely manner. And it was always, in other words, reliable. And I remember the day I signed that contract, my first side contract. And I remember posting about it. It was a very emotional moment for me because it's something that we all want, right? It's something we all strive to get. And it was, a, yeah. I remember sh- signing it and my hand was shaking. And I remember signing it and, and, and you just, you never know who's watching you, right? We just never know. And when I went and I posted about it, that production assistant went underneath and, and she was head production assistant. Like, and she's did bigger things in film. Like she went, tell me how deserving I was of it and, and how proud she was of me and, and that I was deserving and that I was a hard worker and that I, you know, and I, I never thought this about this person that this person saw this or whatever. She was just a person that I worked with. So it's, it's very important how we carry ourselves. It's very, it's, it goes a long way and people see you and people watch you. And it, and, and we talked about that community. It's a tight knit community. Word right. gets around quickly about who you are. So be professional, you know, always be kind to crew, to, to other actors, to extras, to, be kind to yourself and, and you'll be kind to others. That's right. Not just the people That's, who can help you. Exactly. Everybody. You know, with no motives, right. man. That's yep. great advice. Well, I think that's all the time we have for this evening, Hick. I really want to thank you for coming on. You've offered some really great insights. It's really nice sitting down with you. Well, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate uh, the, the conversations. Hopefully we get to see each other soon uh, in person. On set. Yeah, on set. <laughs> I want to see you in person, but I want to see you t- working together on I set. I just want to have a burger with you, man. And Brian wants to film a damn movie. Uh, yes, on set. Uh, can, I'll can, film you eating eat the burger. burger and we'll make money off of it. <laughs> no. We talked so long, my light burnt out. <laughs> the charge went out. <laughs> I'm in the dark now. See, actors, but, uh, are, actors are really poor. His, 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 <laughs> he can't even pay his electricity. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Hick, do you want to share any social medias? Uh, uh, accounts if you want people to contact or follow you yeah it's uh, hick share me on facebook and then hick share me and imdb and and uh hick share me underscore actor on uh instagram but reach out you have an acting question reach out uh this is two young guys in tennessee i've been helping these kids are getting their career started and then they body bombard they send me questions all the time you know and when i can get to them i get to them and they ask <laughs> if, if i'm not available ask other actors like that's how we got to where we are we just didn't all know it we had to ask. Can't tell you the amount of people yeah. that I've texted. Like, yeah. what does this mean? What does That's that right. mean? Like, don't be ashamed. Like, we, you have to learn. Yeah. That was a really good question. Hick and I know one another, and we know each other's background stories and how we got started from 
moving from background into principal work. He has an extra step. He did stand-in work. That's something I haven't done. I did background and then started doing principal. Yeah, I did a little bit of stand-in work. I was also a photo double, which is, to describe it to the folks out there, if you look like the star, but then they don't need the star's face. So if it's a close-up, you need the star's face. Well, if the camera doesn't move after they yell cut, and then the star is going to be down the road where you just see the back of his head, the star can go to their trailer, get their refreshments, get ready for the next scene. And then you get to go wander around and be in the heat or in the rain or whatever. the <laughs> Right. And then so when I did that job, I was also that actor's stand in, sometimes in makeup. My stand in <clears throat> experience was different because I didn't have to memorize any lines. And from what I've heard, sometimes the stand in has to learn the lines and run them while they're doing the blocking while they're checking out the cameras and stuff. Had you have you seen that happen? Not personally, no. I got you. I I think tasting that because it was a week and a half on set for me, and that's when that's when it bit me. I was like, oh, this is nice. It was hard work. It was hot. It was August in New Orleans, twelve to right. fourteen hour days on a good day. And then one time we got rained out. You know, uh, people scrambling, and and even when you're just sitting around, because as a stand-in, you're team two. Actors are team one. Okay, we need team two, and you go do your thing. The actors go to their trailer. All right, team one. And you switch out and sometimes you're just waiting. Nothing to do. And that's definitely not exhausting. It's not it's, it's not ditch digging, but that wears on you too. You know, right. especially me working a, a second job. That was, I actually fell asleep in the chair and one of the stars took a picture of me and, and shared it. Don't be like, oh, that's so unprofessional. Well, I'm working like, you know, 20 hour days, seven days a week this time, you know, it catches up to you. Yeah, for sure. So that's how I got inspired to take the step up. TJ, what what was your moment of inspiration? Good question. I was working on a TV show. I kind of hate that we can't talk about the specifics right now. Yeah, That was the change for me. They called me up and asked me if I could be background in this scene. They wanted a rough looking character, long hair, long beard. So I was picture picked by the director. And this was only a handful, maybe the third or fourth time I had done background. I didn't really think about doing principal work at that point. I just didn't think that I could get into it. Didn't really know what it would take to get into it. And between scenes, one of the actors, you know, there's the unwritten rule that the background workers aren't supposed to engage with the principal actors because they have lines to remember. They maybe have an emotion that they need to hang on to. And they just don't want to be, I don't want to say bothered, but they have a job to do just like we have a job to do right, right background the job is to not be noticed and you're not supposed to be interrupting and bugging the the principal players but this one of the day players was really cool and he's have you ever done any talking on screen before and i said no he said you ought to really think about it you've got a great look give it a shot and i asked him what it would take and he told me he told me the steps and I started following those. I started taking acting lessons and followed all the other steps and started pursuing that dream. Yep. And were it not for his encouragement that day, if I say who it was and if I say who the other day player was that encouraged me, it'll be pretty obvious what it was. So maybe in an episode down the road, I can talk a little bit more about it. I just want to be mindful and respectful of the strike and not right. not give up too much information. But two actors encouraged me to get into it. I started doing it and haven't looked back. I love it. I'm enjoying what I do. Excellent. Yeah, the, our next guest actually has a lot of experience with acting and, and strikes. She's been in the business for decades. 
And she said, you could mention what you were in. You just can't talk about the plot. And we just don't know. And we're going to be more safe than sorry. Because if we said it before with talking to Hick, it's like, to imagine working your butt off for me four years. I think yours is the same. And we're, we're almost to that level. We're getting so close. And then to just be, I don't think they'd blackball us. But you, if you become a scab, you could be. And I think that's more like if we went and took a job on a struck company. That's why we're being extra careful, probably being silly in some ways. But it's worth it to be, you know, uh, to be safe because it's our dream. I couldn't hear the last thing you said. Apparently, you have to turn your microphone back on. <laughs> we need to leave that in. <laughs> Which leads me to my question I wanted to ask you. We've dropped an intro episode and our first episode, and now this is the second part. So, But it's really one interview. So we've got a episode under our belt. How are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you scared? This isn't worth it. You don't know yet. What's going on? That's a great question. Glad you asked me that because, yeah, it's worth it. It was a lot of work on the front end, but I love it. I'm having a blast sitting down, talking to people hanging out with you, talking about the different episodes that we're planning out. Yeah, it's worth it. And I'm excited. We had some pretty good downloads, I'm going to say, from the first two episodes that have dropped already. And the amount of work that goes into it, it's getting easier. It's smoothing out, smoothing out, smoothing out. Smoothie? Yeah. It's <laughs> getting easier. how to say that for next episode. <laughs> yeah, smooth. On the next episode, we're, how to we're, say uh, smoothing out. We're trying to talk for a living. We don't do it too good yet. <laughs> yeah, I. it's definitely worth it. I'm having a good time, and I think it's going smooth. How about you? How do you feel? I have the easy part. I just have to come here and run my mouth, and that's. I'm, I was born to do that. I'm quick-witted. You can tell by <laughs> that I just came up with that. Uh, but also, like, same with your stuff with the computer and, you know, and both of us involved with the acting and coming up with ideas and ideas for shows and, hey, we should do this. And, you know, we've talked about some other things, you know, maybe some surprises down the way, not limiting ourselves to just the film scene, but that is our focus. There's also NOLA. There's also music. There's also other entertainers we could talk to. I'm happy. I'm excited. I want to do more. Yeah, same here. We have some really good guests lined up. I don't want to spill the beans on them yet, make sure that they get locked in. But we have some pretty good shows in store yeah. coming up. And I agree. I'm glad we're doing this. And I appreciate the compliment about that. Editing, it's work, but it's fun. I, I like doing it. Yeah. So, Brian, tell me, is it what you expected once we got going with getting things planned and getting guests lined up and actually sitting down and talking to some people? Is this what you expected? I have to say, yes, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I like when I go to work, when I'm driving, I put on the podcast while I'm cleaning. I'm a janitor on the graveyard shift. And I like the stories of it, whether it's an interview or there are podcasts that are just like plays, like old radio plays. And I've had a little bit of experience, not only scheduling in, in my normal life, but like doing a short film. And I would be the guy, and I wouldn't say casting, but I'm like coordinating. Okay, we're going to shoot on this day. Well, I can get seven of our eight people, but this last person's our principal. You can't get that principal. So now you got to move it to another day. Now you got to coordinate with all the people. And it's always a pain in the ass. This has yeah. been bad. We're, my friends call me the celebrity rank, you know, uh, because during the pandemic, I reached out out to Brad Sherwood and other people from Whose Line Is It Anyway, Mark DiCarlo, who was Jimmy Neutron's dad, and said, hey, you want to come join us on Zoom and talk improv? And they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, both of our teacher, David Hamilton, says, I hassle sweetly. So I'll ask and I'll push. And then when I get resistance, I'm like, okay, no problem. I think all those skills have led up to it's a skill, whatever you want to call it. As we'll see next week, we've got a, a comedian and star from the 90s, and she's still doing stuff today. I hate to, you know, 
throw her back to decades past. And uh, we had a few laughs. We might have had a few snorts, too. <laughs> we'll have to do a snort yeah. counter. <laughs> I haven't laughed. You always wonder if a comedian is funny off camera, yeah. behind the scenes. You never really know. Right. She's not doing stand-up comedy so much anymore, but you still wonder. Yeah. Because I remember her shows. I remember her stand-up from improv. What was it? Evening. I don't know if improv. we can even say right. Yeah. And others too. And you wonder. That brick wall. The, yeah. There's no doubt. Yes, she is funny. I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. <laughs> I'm taking improv classes, and those are always funny. There's always something funny that happens. But this guest was hysterical. My ribs were hurting, and my face was hurting when we were done. Your face was killing me. And with that, I think we can end it. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time with that surprise guest.